One second, chat. We're working on it. We're gonna go on mute for just a second here. Oh, and then we gotta get the stream up on spaces on the YouTube as well. <clears throat> What's going on, everybody? Welcome in. I uh, hope you're having a great. Uh, what day is it today? Hope you're having a great Tuesday morning. I don't actually care if you're having a great Tuesday morning. I'm just virtue signaling. Uh, look, Alex decided to capitulate. He decided that Twitch was more important than participating here. So. Unfortunately, Alex is now gone. I don't know where he's going to go. I think he's now decided that NFTs are no longer cool, which is a little bit unfortunate, but it is what it is. It's natural selection. Only the strongest will survive. Who said that? Charles Darwin? Or was that, uh, was that Leonardo DiCaprio? I think it was DiCaprio. Look, <clears throat> there's no denying that NFTs are going through a revolutionary moment. And uh, I look forward to the innovator, innovators to succeed in this type of market. Uh, I, don't, I look for the innovators to succeed in this type of market. And I, and I honestly am looking for new innovations, which I don't see at the moment. I'm just not seeing the types of innovations that I do want to see. Uh, hopefully, we can be speaking to some builders. I know we didn't get to do the builder space on Sunday, but if you're a builder or you're building something in the market, I'd like to know whether it's a personal brand or whatever the fuck you're working on. I definitely want to know uh, what people are working on at the moment. Look, right now, we've got a stream going live on YouTube. We're trying to figure out how this thing fucking works. Uh, there's... Unmute it now? Okay, but I'm gonna hear it through here. Okay, oh, we're gonna try it? We're testing it now, we're seeing the quality. Quality's still bad. Okay. You guys are the guinea pigs. I know you didn't consent. So, we actually have a stream live on YouTube at the moment over on the network where you can see a live video stream of us hosting this Twitter space. Uh, this is gonna be the new norm. I see a lot of big Twitter influencers moving over to other platforms. Look, you've got Thread Guy moving to Los Angeles to focus on Twitch. You've got Alex now playing Fall Guys on Twitch. I mean, look, there's no denying that Elon has shit the bed when it's come to Twitch as a platform. He shit the fucking bed. Uh, he doesn't give a fuck about you. It's unfortunate, but he doesn't. 
he's tweeting out bullshit. He's out there on the on the feed in engagement farming. You can't hear on YouTube. Uh, he's out there engagement farming, saying that monetization is coming, and then it's not coming. You go to the monetization tab. That shit is fucking darker than a black hole. So here's the issue. If you're a creator on this platform, you're at the mercy of some engagement farmer. I am now looking at the creators who are splitting and moving to other platforms that are winning, such as YouTube, such as Twitch, such as Instagram. And honestly, I think there's a lot of room to grow. I've seen a lot of you motherfuckers out there on the timelines as well. I know Tolly is doing some VTube shit. I know Tuck is posting every single day on Instagram now. He's all over the stories. Look, you got Mock, you got Dup, you got Bongo. Bongo is absolutely ripping over on Instagram. I'm curious, if you're not on Instagram, why aren't you on Instagram? I'm now looking for those who are innovating in this market. Look, NFTs are simply not working as they used to. The market has demanded some sort of change. And it's not an opinion. That's what it's telling us. That is what it's telling us. The market is telling us it needs to change. Why? Well, Porsche is not selling out their NFTs. Rolling Loud is not selling out their NFTs. And PFPs are no longer having that impact that they used to have. I mean, when is the last time you saw a PFP take off? Like, legitimately, when's the last time you saw a PFP take off? They're just not taking off at this point in time. I mean, there's no denying that there needs to be a change, and the market is saying that. So what I'm looking for now are people who know how to build audiences, and they know how to build their brands up outside of – you're not just an influencer. You're not just a, a TikTok – or sorry, you're not just a Twitter NFT influencer now. You need to think way bigger than that. And I know some people are here just to consume and kick your feet up and, and fucking smoke weed and be successful, whatever you want to do. But now – oh, we're going to give it a shot again? Okay. Guinea pigs. We're going to go try it again. Here, we're going to go switch over to the other mic. Okay. The test is not, uh, the test is not working. I'm going to remove you from co-host. We're going to bring you right back up. Um, I'm kind of curious. So, Tolly, I saw you rigged up your PFP uh, for $50 on Fiverr. I mean, that shit was insane. I saw it was like, so if you're not familiar with what VTubing is, if you go over to twitch.tv, you'll see the number one strategy now. The number one Twitch feed is now IRL streams. It's fucking nuts. And then if you go to IRL streams, you'll see that there's a ton of VTubers. It's basically like a 3D version of your avatar. It's kind of creepy. It's kind of cool. I mean, you got these like anime fucking looking ones with big titties. I don't know. It's, just, it's There's like a whole different world that I just awoke to. Uh, totally. I don't know if yours looks like that, but are you, so you're building like a VTubing sort of thing like to, to stream with? Is that what it is? All right. Maybe we can have better luck on Twitch with that with uh, internet connection. But anyways, I'll speak on Tolly's behalf. He built a VTubing model, like a 3D model of his shit. $50 on Fiverr. He's got his little bear rolling around on the screen. He's going to be using that for... He's already using it for content. I've seen him post that shit. And he's gone. Later. Uh, oh, he's coming back. Yeah, he's posting that shit all over Instagram. He's like announcing his stories. He's like dancing on camera. Look, I don't know what the future it holds for NFTs. But if this is it, I think it's a scary future. I think it's a legitimately scary future. Um, but look, we got totally coming back up here. We're going to do another quick mic test. Uh, one second. We're testing the mic, the quality. Wow. Oh, my God. It's fucking beautiful. Okay. We're going to be switching over to this. Look, if you're, uh, if you're not tuned in, I'm going to go ahead and post the link. We're over on YouTube. we got a live chat going at the moment. Uh, you get to be the guinea pigs for the live chat. 
the link is going to be coming in in just one moment. I encourage you to come over here. We got a ton of motherfuckers on here. And uh, we're lit in the chat. I'm going to be posting it over here. You can join the fuck up. Okay, so Tolly, you're working on some cool stuff with your VTubing stuff. Do you think this is actually going to work or is it just a gimmick? I think it's still really, really early. I mean, like if you look at, at the anime stuff that's out there, it is creepy. It is weird. But it's because, you know, I, I, I don't know. Personally, I think anime is you know, a little bit weird. But I don't know. I think that that nobody's really doing NFTs as, uh, you know, as a VTubing thing. And to represent your brand like that or the brand of a collection is, I think, something that uh, could do really good. So it's still, you know, in the early stages. And I don't know what's going to happen. It might be six months to a year until there's mass adoption in Web3 for it. But I don't know. I'm starting off early and just fucking around experimenting. Okay. Is this a service you're going to be offering your NFT holders? Because I know you run a collection. Yeah. yeah so, mm-hmm. I mean, I honestly think that other NFT collections you know, and founders, I think that they should offer their holders the rigging for their PFPs. It's free fucking advertising, right? Like on Twitter, everybody's repping their PFPs, right? And that's cool and everything. But if you can actually have an animated character speaking, you know, and representing the brand on Twitch or on YouTube, that's just that's like next level advertising, right? And so, and so I want to actually rig up every single bear to, you know, to a PFP like this, you know, and give some out to, uh, to a couple like low level, mid level, uh, Twitch streamers, right? And uh, I don't know, just see what happens. So look, I look for actual practical applications for NFTs, and I do think this is one. I think like actually being able to offer some sort of like service or some sort of utility. This is a legitimate utility because people don't want to dox. I mean, look at Alex. He's afraid that because he has a big nose. He's afraid people are going to bully him and he's afraid he's going to get made fun of. So look, I look in a case of Alex. He could be VTubing with a Bad Bears PFP. Fucking dancing around with that honeypot on his head. Look, I got to say the Bad Bears, they're they're starting to pop up everywhere. I, are you a Solana collection, Tolly? No, it's Ethereum, but we are going to go cross-collection for our oh, utility boy. at some point. Oh, boy. This fucking cross-collection. It is Ethereum right shit. now, though. <laughs> <sighs> Everyone's got a cross-collection. Just fucking, yeah, I mean. Okay, well, but look, it, I applaud your it's bravery. it's not just a PFP. Yeah, it's not just a PFP. There's a bunch of utility behind it. That's why we're doing it, because people are going to be asking for it. Right. Well, I see you all over the place. You're doing something right. So, look, if you're just tuning in, I pinned to the top a YouTube link. Uh, Twitter's going to zero. So if you want to check out the YouTube stream, we got a bunch of people chatting live in here. The spaces are being streamed straight to YouTube. So you can be a guinea pig for this. It's kind of our first time doing this with a live, actually hosting a stream. But uh, you can participate if you're just a listener. But if you're a speaker, you can actually speak and do the chat at the same time. if You've got a double setup or whatever. Uh, so it's pretty damn cool. Look, audio sounding a hundred right now. How's the audio sounding through Twitter Spaces? Sound pretty, sound pretty crispy. Sounding pretty nice. Yeah, nice. So yeah, look, there's no denying that the market. Okay, emojis, calm down. I don't need it from everybody. I just needed it from one fucking person. <clears throat> there's no denying that the market is dry, is very dry, and I'm seeing a lot of frustrations with the Twitter algorithm at the moment. I mean, you've got the top NFT influencers getting a hundred likes. I mean, you go to you go to Alex's profile, you know, fucking the, the only way you're not getting 100 likes is if it's a GM or a fucking giveaway. And then anything else is getting lower and lower and lower. And it's not just a Twitter problem. It's just the space in general. 
There's less people showing up. So you got to shoot big kings and queens. You got to go big. You got to shoot wide. Grab a shotgun and shoot that at the target. You should be going way wider. And I think with Twitter, it's just too narrow at the moment. And I see Twitch as a big way to do that. And if you could integrate NFTs into Twitch, such in the form of VTubers, I think you could see some success there. What's up, Tolly? I think entertainment has always been a part of Web3, you know, and especially with NFTs. And so I think... You know, I think doubling down on that in just whatever format that you can, whether it's I don't know, Twitter spaces or Twitch, you know, or YouTube streaming is the next level. Like, like, I think that, uh, that brands and personalities need to be entertainers, right? That's how people stick around, right? Like nobody really gives a fuck about your utility, but if you're entertaining, it's a cool vibe. It's a cool community. They're going to stick around. I don't think people will give it really a fuck about NFTs in general. You know what they are giving a fuck about? Uh, look, some news right now. NFT Bitcoins are now starting to get some interest. I don't know if you've heard about NFTs on Bitcoin. The the Bitcoin motherfuckers are pissed. They hate the NFTs. Every fucking laser-eyed Bitcoin maxi on Twitter is all pissed. They got their britches up. They got, they're pushing their glasses fucking up. They're like, because they love paying 30 cents to transfer $3 million. Now they got to pay 60 cents because there's too many NFTs transferring on the platform. They're pissed. All these fucking, all these fucking uh, Bitcoin-looking motherfuckers. But yeah, there is an NFT collection that did mint out on Bitcoin. I thought that was pretty interesting. And we can pull it up here. Yeah, the Bitcoin Maxis are a little bit pissed. Ordinals is a controversial new project that puts users' media assets onto a Bitcoin blockchain. So it, it, the transaction fees are now surging on Bitcoin. People are a little bit pissed. Uh, also in news, we're going to be releasing a video on this later, but a luxury rehab centers are hitting all-time highs for crypto addictions. So if you're down bad, look, I know you're down bad, but if you're this down bad, these these like recovery centers, these rehab centers are now hitting like maximum capacity for crypto addiction. Uh, so I don't know if it's bear market blues or what the hell is going on, but there is a major interest and influx in people. Look, you're talking about people that are spending $200,000 on single trades uh, addicted. They like need to get that $200,000 trade in just to feel something. And $75,000 for a week of treatment. That sound worth it to you? I don't know. You could be, you could make your own determination. Uh, we're also seeing a big focus on AI. I don't know if you're familiar with Google. Google AI came out with their own new one. Uh, their Google AI is now called Bard. Uh, can do some pretty interesting things, such as writing music, putting together recipes based on ingredients you have in your home. It's sort of like ChatGTP, but hotter. You know, just like a little bit sexier. It can do a couple more things. I, but this is cool because you're gonna see these AI companies just kind of bouncing and fight each other to do something cool. I know a lot of spaces are now transitioning to AI-based conversations, um, which is super interesting. And I, you know, a lot of these Web3 motherfuckers, they were cannabis people, now, and then they went to Web3 NFTs, now they're going to AI. I think it's like the natural cycle, but there's no denying that AI is going to be a huge player moving forward. What's up, Tolly? I think, like, playing along these lines of, of the VTubing and the AI stuff, there's uh, this company called... Aletheia AI that will will animate your PFP and actually and you can actually train it with intelligence like you can talk to it you know ask it questions that kind of thing it just pumped like a 2x over the last 24 hours it's called a uh, Aletheia AI uh, it's it's a I don't know, it's a really really interesting tech but you can basically infuse your NFT with intelligence so it's I don't know there's something I mean, definitely pumping with AI and there's an intersection with NFTs there.
Yeah, I did see that totally. I think we're about to hit a weird moment in technology where it just supersedes what we're able to keep up with in terms of like news and adoption. And I think TikTok sort of did that. TikTok was a really big divider because it, it was a brand new social media that really came out of left field for a lot of people and surprised the fuck out of them. And and a lot of people re- refused to adapt with it and got left behind. I mean, businesses were literally went out of business because they didn't adopt social media. And TikTok was a nail in the coffin for many of them. Because when you have a 13-year-old who's launching a million, multi-million dollar business off the back of TikTok, it's hard to compete. Like if you're a brick and mortar store and you're not taking advantage of it, you're going to get screwed. So I think AI is going to be the same thing. If you're a business and you're not taking advantage of AI, you're going to get screwed. But I think you're going to get much, you're going to get screwed much faster than social media. You're going to get screwed a lot faster. And if you're watching the live stream right now, I have a visual demonstration of what I'm talking about. Look, if you look up top, there's a YouTube link. You can come in here. We've got the whole squad in here. We got, uh, we got, actually, I don't even know half the fuck you are. You need to change your YouTube usernames, but we got a bunch of people chatting up here. It's cool. It's going to offer like a new element. Plus, Twitter's going to zero. Twitter's definitely going to zero. So it's it's actually me. It's not a VTube. So if you wanted to see an anime girl with big titties, you might have to go to Twitch for that. What's up? Uh, what's up, Tolly? Hey, have you figured out a good way to actually like listen into spaces and watch a stream at the same time on a mobile device? Like if I'm out for a walk, you know, I want to participate as speaker, but I'm afraid to hop over to youtube and turn on the audio there because it's going to turn this off and everything have you cracked that code yet well so what we can do is we can actually have people come up on spaces via video stream or audio stream so we could have how many people could we have like theory yeah as many as we want we could have as many speakers as we wanted so we'd actually host the speakers on like our own end it's sort of like a zoom skype thing but it's simple you just click with a link it's super easy so we could actually have speakers come up and join uh and join up here and participate which is pretty which is pretty fucking cool but as of right now i know there's a lot of people that never want to speak i mean look at all the speakers up here they're not even speaking they're just fucking farming i bet tuck's fucking playing grand theft auto right now so they're farming anyways so at least if you're a listener you can come over to youtube you can listen live and you can chat you can participate so there's a chat going right now they're going crazy i don't know what they're saying uh some of this shit holy shit we need to get a moderator in here holy fuck What's the YouTube? What's the fucking YouTube, dude? I'm trying it's to pull pinned it to the top. It's pinned to the top. Oh the fuck! Top. Oh fuck! Okay. It's literally Holy like right shit, Tuck. Yeah, I just well, I woke up. Whoa! Look, while you've been awake, I've been working. Look, it's 10 p.m. We've been working all. We've been working all day, Tuck. You, I know you love to sleep. How much sleep do you need per night, Tuck? Dude, I'm on like I'm on like six hours or some shit right now. Four hours somewhere somewhere in there. You Bark, I enough? haven't slept yet. I've been up since yesterday. And it's 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I'm a complete degen. Wait, what time do you go to bed, Kiss? I haven't slept yet. <laughs> I don't know what time is it now. So I usually would go to bed between like 1 and now. And it's now. So I'm probably going to stay awake for another day. What? Yeah, I have no idea what's going on. I'm like delusional, delirious, okay? Um, let me just keep farming. I don't even know why I came off mute. I'm so sorry. People are saying, Kiss, uh, you don't sleep. All you do is tweet. You do tweet a lot, but you're still here. Yeah. You're still participating. Uh, That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the chat. <clears throat> we definitely need a mod in this chat. We need to ban a couple keywords. I'll tell you what these keywords are, but they love saying them. Holy shit. Um uh, <clears throat> 
Uh, Mock, how many hours of sleep do you sleep at night? Uh, probably like six or seven. Okay. I try. It depends on my kids. You love to get your fucking beauty sleep. I think that's okay, way okay. too much. That's way too many hours. How many hours do you sleep, Sam? Uh, about four or five. Uh, I got to keep on grinding, you know. Don't sleep. Just DJing out. Always active. Four or five hours? Yes, sir. Okay. That doesn't sound very healthy. Uh, I don't know. What you just got to do is just sleep, you know, five hours. Uh, stay hydrated. Have a good, just decent diet. We can be all right. Okay. Um, here we go. Is my is my audio going to stream through, Gab? If I play? Is it going to go through? For like a video? Okay, we're going to try a video here. Yeah. Can they not hear that? Can they hear? Okay. Anyway, I was going to play a clip for you because I'm not as smart to say it. But the amount of people who can operate on six hours of sleep without a direct inhibitance of their performance rounded to the nearest percent is zero. So you definitely need your sleep. And essentially, six hours of sleep is the bare minimum, uh, essentially, to have zero impact on your performance. So those who say they get four to five hours of sleep at night, I'm curious on what the fuck you're... Are you just taking a ton of caffeine? Is that what you're doing, Sam? You coked out of your mind? <laughs> yeah. Uh, just just drink a lot of coffee, yeah. Drink a lot of coffee. Okay. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you look in the mirror after like a couple of days of not sleeping a lot, and you're like, holy fuck, what happened to you? I mean, like, I, look, when you get eight hours, dude, I feel like a fucking champ. Just like, <laughs> I could bust through any fucking wall. You should feel like a superhero. But then that two hours, I mean, what do you need that two hours for? I'm sure you could save two hours doing some other stupid shit. Just like scrolling on YouTube shorts or, or just doing something stupid like cooking. Like cooking is a complete waste of time. Are any of you cook? That's not funny. Gambi. Oh, Gambi. Look, the Italian, of course. The guy who thinks Mario is racist. Gambi, the Italian. He doesn't want to cook at the pizza. Gambi, you think cooking is worth the time? Yes, of course. I love Gamby. It's always like three words or less. It's never, there's never an explanation. I mean, that, he's, he's a fucking one or two word kind. Of, he's like, yeah, it's a. I was like, why do you think Mario's racist? He's like, because. No, I'm just kidding. He thinks uh, You're so Luigi is racist. The accents are really good, Barky. They're really amazing. Barky? Well, on the. Yes. Sam, just because you don't have a nickname doesn't mean you need to be upset about it. Look, I know you only have four hours of sleep a night. I can tell you're deprived, but it's okay, King. Uh, we'll still support you, Sammy. Look, we got Paul with his hand up. I know this motherfucker doesn't sleep, but he puts people to sleep reading books over Twitter spaces. Can you imagine? Uh, people will literally do anything. What's up, Paul? What up, fam? Good morning. Good morning from California. You're pulling an all-nighter. I'm watching you on YouTube right now. I got my computer in front of me. I got, uh, I got you guys on my phone. So uh, I just want to ask a quick question, man. I see you uh, hyping up Instagram, but I want to know how you actually feel about the current process that you've been on. Has it been as fulfilling as uh, as you've been thinking it has been? You know what I mean? Like it's what if you if you can kind of define the rules right now for, I guess, you know, because we see Mark Zuckerberg. We saw how Meta literally just catapulted. Everybody thought it was dead. Everybody thought that that whole entire thing was kind of disappeared. Um, and I come from Instagram. I've, I've come, I come from that social media. 
And I gave up. I told everybody, hey, you know, if you don't know the rules, how are you going to play on this playground? Like, how, how, how are you going to actually be here and really put in time for something when you don't know how to play, right? So that was my whole entire, like, just thought process, the way I even thought about all these different things. And so I am very happy, or that's not actually what I want to say. I'm very, like, thankful that you guys are putting in the time and you guys are willing to go through this brick wall. And so my question now is, where are you guys at? Like, what what's the... Uh, What's the general feeling? Do you know the rules? Are you feeling like Mark Zuckerberg is more willing to play with uh, with what's going on in crypto, NFTs? Do you think that this is time well spent? You know what I mean? Anyways. Um... Good question. I feel like I have to match your energy for voice strategy. So I'm going to have to talk in a really deep, slow, seducing voice. Yeah, look. There's no denying that the internet has shadow banned NFTs like a trap card in Yu-Gi-Oh. I think TikTok has it the hardest. Succeeding on TikTok in Web3 is, is, I haven't seen it done. And the risk of doing it is so high because you can do everything right and get banned. And I've said this story before. Go look up NFT on TikTok. You'll find a couple of videos on there. It's people saying, here's how I made a million dollars trading a bald ape last night. Okay. And it's like a 13-year-old kid. Who like shouldn't even have shouldn't even like I think you have to be 15 to go on TikTok, so like he shouldn't even have access to the app yet. He's like the top ranking NFT video, so NFTs on TikTok are risky. Instagram, I think they're gonna work. Instagram is actually pro NFT. I know they've been they've been touting their little bullshit for a long time, saying they're gonna do stuff with Polygon NFTs and all that garbage, but I don't think they've actually done anything yet. Um, maybe just a handful of things. But I have seen a lot of people succeed. I know Bongo is ripping on Instagram at the moment. I know Dup is pretty active on there. There's a lot of people. They're just getting their account set up. But what's cool is a lot of these Twitter people are now engaging on Instagram. And it's really easy to build an audience on Instagram. The algorithm is very – it picks you up quick. Like uh, the, my Instagram account is now getting like, mm, like 20 to 30 followers a day doing nothing. I post one photo and it's like all I do is GM. And I just rip shit from Twitter. I just post it over there. GM cherry emoji. And it seems to be doing pretty well. So I think Instagram right now, if you don't have an Instagram account and you're in NFTs, go start one. Because I think you have the opportunity to really gain some market share over there. Now, YouTube is the final beast. And YouTube is a great platform. We've already seen some pretty nice success. We've been making videos, I think now for, is it six days? We've been making, we have a YouTube channel for six days and we just passed 50,000 views in six days. And we've done our best to not externally promote. So you haven't really seen me be talking about it because we wanted to see how it did organically. And pretty cool. So that's how I kind of rank the big three. And then Twitch. Twitch is its own beast, but it's hard to grow channel on Twitch. We were just talking about this on the YouTube stream. If you were a baller and you were in there, it's hard to grow channel on Twitch. It is. Uh, but if you have a big... It, you want to take advantage of the other platforms if you're trying to grow on Twitch for sure. So that's kind of how I'd sum it up. What's up, Pulse? Thank you. Yeah, that's great to hear. I'm, I'm, I'm really hopeful that, uh, that there is some silver lining. And it seems like that the, uh, the dawn is breaking, you know, on the horizon. So it's really nice. Um, and so for those that are wondering, you know, why, why would you invest time in Instagram? Why would, you know, when, when I watched and I heard Bark's story for TikTok, um, it amazed me. And it made me, in, uh, you know, introspective and make me look back like on my own, like what, what, how, I, how I moved within my own industries, right? So when I was looking at Bark, and he, you know, he said, he, I felt like I was late to TikTok. I felt like blah, blah, blah. 
But it was within a certain time frame within our history. Everything shut down. COVID literally reframed how everyone should think about their business. And so he wasn't quote unquote late, even though TikTok was already an established platform, even though TikTok had already delivered its FUD between China and America. There was like, oh, we're going to go ahead and ban TikTok out of America because of the algorithm, because of we don't know what data, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Right. But lo and behold, Bark makes an incredible platform advertising suits. But he thought he was late, right? So the whole thing here with Instagram and what I'm trying to get at, I guess, is that Instagram is a very old platform and it is established. But what we're not recognizing right here, what we need to recognize and what I'm kind of, you know, like I'm, I'm poking at right now, trying to see if there's holes, is, uh, oh, this is another time in history where we have a quote unquote paradigm shift where we have people that are literally, okay, well, this is how we should be delivering this algorithm okay we're gonna go ahead and open that door anyways i'm not making a lot of sense because i talk in fucking riddles my bad but the whole point that i'm trying to make is that there is a trend here that is exposing itself and yes instagram is an old platform but it's all new so take advantage of that energy right that's that's my point that's my point definitely riddle master uh look i think it's you're never too late you're never too late to grow and some apps, it's harder than others, but it, it varies. It rotates. And, like, there's opportunities everywhere. But, look, there's so many fucking people in the world. There's, there's literally 8 billion people on Earth. So, like, you have plenty of opportunity to grow. And there's so much content out there. But most of it, like, 99% of content published to the Internet is, is fucking terrible. I mean, it's terrible. I mean, you ever gone to Alex's feed? I mean, look at it. So, most content is terrible. So if you just make slightly better content, you're gonna have a you're gonna have success. And I think it's it's also just about now. It's not even about quality. It's just about consistency. Like, can you put out like can you manage to put out three photos a day? Can you manage to put out four videos a day? Because I think the more that you just do that and you just like rapid fire with medium good content, pretty good content that follows the basic rules of algorithms, you're gonna win. I want to pass it off to Bingo. We had Bingo on the YouTube show last night. By the way, if you're listening right now, but you're not tuned into the YouTube show, the link's up at the top. It's way fucking better. We got people chatting. Uh, you don't have to listen to any monologues. They're chatting up here. You can participate. It's pretty fucking cool. We got 36 people in here right now, and we've been streaming now for just over an hour. So oh, almost two hours. So if you want to go check out the YouTube stream, it's up above. Let's pass it off to Bongo. Bongo, we had you on the stream last night. What's your take on content at the moment? My take on content is that if if you're not producing, you're missing out. And if you're just consuming, you are you are way too passive and that won't take you anywhere. Uh we're on the internet at the end of the day and like there's way too many people. Uh growing a platform looks like a necessary right now. But I, I, I wanted to ask you, Bar, because this Sunday we have the Super Bowl and there's actually going to be a free mint by DJ Daigaku. It's going to be like a QR code, and but through scanning that, you get to do a process and mint. What are your thoughts on like NFTs going mainstream like that? I mean, it's going to be the biggest mint ever on NFTs. I think the Super Bowl is still an incredibly powerful advertising medium because you're not just getting the viewers of the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl commercials are, they have a cult. 
persona. They have, there's like, it's, it's, it's literally, literally people watch the commercials. They look, go on YouTube and try to find them early and they're like ranked and they're judged and they can win the best commercials. And, you know, if you do something crazy, your commercial has the ability to like have news stories written on it. You know, like, holy shit, look at this happen here. You know, this happened on a, you know, remember the, the commercial from GoDaddy of that nerd kissing that chick. That commercial, if you remember that, it was super uncomfortable, but it was like a nerd making out with some like some some babe for like 10 seconds. Terrible commercial, but it did a ton for them marketing wise. It was talked about and literally put GoDaddy as that GoDaddy was talked about more than the game. So I think that if they can do something like that, create something that is cool and impactful, I think it would be worth their money. But look, Bongo, if it's just a mint, if it's just like a QR code and a mint, well, I'm not um, so sure. He didn't reveal all the details. I'm expecting to see like a trailer, something well done. I mean, apparently they pay fucking eight millions for it. So they're going to do something cool. But the main goal is to have like the mint, having you going through a QR and then like, you know, minting an NFT. Okay. Is it, do you know the network it's going to be on? Uh, I believe is is either polygon or ethereum but let me let me find out it doesn't matter nobody's buying nfts at all just kidding actually jack butcher collection still ripping on open sea these open editions are absolutely smashing look we got sewer pass at 2.7 eth checks vv edition at 2.19 god damn 1200 eth in the past 24 hours I mean, comparative to the bull market, absolutely nothing. But in these types of conditions, it's pretty crazy. Uh, was beating out Sewer Pass in terms of volume for quite a bit. Board API Club at number four. Kid Called Beast at number five, hovering around mid-price. Oh, Pepin Edition, another Jack Butcher collection at number seven. And then I think if we go to the top 100, I think if we go down, yeah, we got Checks Pepe Edition. Look, you got these six. Now you have all these Jack Butcher derivatives coming out. Pissing me off. We had Farouk launch Rug Radio Faces of Web3 by Corey Van Lu at 0.16. I'm not sure about what the mint price was for that. I don't know if, any, if anyone has any information on that. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Valhalla down to 0.86 ETH. Uh, told you guys. Stay the fuck away. Loud Punks at 2 ETH. Let's see. Porsche not even on here anymore. Absolutely disgusting. Doodles at 6.1 ETH. Did anybody give a fuck about the duplicopter mint? Did anybody mint that? Did anybody touch a duplicopter? Did anybody touch that? No, I heard the volume they're they're doing is is pure garbage. I mean, they're not moving the needle with that. Nobody's interested. Okay. Did you not have any interest in, in duplicating your doodles clothes? No, absolutely no. I mean, you want me to buy digital socks that looks like a a draw by a five years old kid? Yes. Well, then, no, I have AI. I can do whatever I want to my PFP. I don't need them giving me the ability to change traits. Hmm. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like you can change traits. I'm all about you buy that fucking NFT, you right-click save it, you slap it on as your fucking PFP, and then, boom, profit. And then a week later, you sell it for 200%. You're 2,000%. I mean, can we go back? I mean, can we go back? Just not even happening. You can't even change your fucking PFP anymore if you have Twitter Blue. The biggest scam I've ever seen outside of Clonex. I mean, legitimately. You can't even change your profile picture. 
Twitter Blue 11, has gone to $11 a month. And all that has come from it is a diluted Twitter experience. Reduced performance. Pause, it doesn't work on me. Um, thumbs down to Elon, bro. I hate it. Oh. Yeah. Look, I mean, Elon is in the position to where he could literally just buy a uh, entire island and build like a mega star base and live the rest of his life there. So at this point he has, he has like a, not the fuck you kind of money. He has fuck earth kind of money. He could go to Mars and basically build his own village. So does he care about Twitter? I think he cares about Twitter. I don't know. Do you guys, you guys think he cares about Twitter? YouTube chat. You think Elon Musk cares about Twitter? I'm curious. Way better takes on YouTube. They're going to popping off at the moment. <clears throat> Kismet. You think Elon Musk cares about YouTube? Or do you think Elon Musk cares about Twitter? I don't know. I was I put the thumbs down, but I'm like, he's kind of like, you know, like almost like a man child. Like he really likes the engagement and stuff. So I think he does, but I just I just wish he cared about it. He likes being on it. I don't think he cares about like taking direction and like making it better. It's just such a backward space like i can't even believe I, I don't have access to all the emojis here you know what i mean like why can't i have access to a keyboard why can't i use like you know the eggplant emoji if i wanted to why am i restricted to eight nothing makes sense but i think he cares about it just maybe give him a minute to grow up or something he's like a child youtube chat is saying that twitter will fade i don't know if it'll go that far you think twitter will fade there's no way they could. There's no way Twitter could. You think YouTube could fail, Bingo? No. You think, you think Twitter could fade? You think it could fail? I, I mean, if by failing you mean losing their audience, no, I don't think so. I mean, there's a lot of people that enjoy Twitter. The user base is huge. And there's no other platform like this. There's no one competing against Twitter as it is right now. In the near future, who knows? But for now, I don't see that happening. What I think is going on with Elon is that he's just learning how to run these type of companies. It's not the same making cards and making rockets. And here he has to deal with a bunch of other things. And it seems to be pretty fucking hard. So we are the ones suffering the consequence. But I think if we capitulate, we are going to suffer the consequence again. Like, uh, it's, it's, it's like... Bad or bad, but in the end, if we stick around, I think it will work out because uh, the vision that he has for Twitter, it sized a bunch of people and the other platforms are not as appealing for people that enjoy talking or like for distributing information. So overall bullish on, on, on Twitter. <clears throat> I disagree with everything you said. I've never been more bearish on Twitter. Imagine putting in more effort and getting punished. See, the analogy I always give, and if you're on YouTube, you'll be able to watch this. Twitter is like taking a pickaxe and just digging and 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 digging. And then finally, you strike a little golden nugget. And that's like a farming post. You know, you post your titties or you do a fake giveaway and you hit 2,000 likes. Okay. But through every one of those times, you're like putting in a full day's worth of effort to get 20 likes on Twitter. Full day's effort. TikTok is the complete opposite. It's a coin flip. You post a you post a video of like you wiggling your toes around to like some Playboy Cardi song. It's like, and then all of a sudden you get three million followers, and then some 
some flashlight company on Amazon reaches out to you, you post their affiliate code at the top comment, and all of a sudden you make like $11,000. So just something to think about. <clears throat> I think that Twitter really lacks that discovery. And we're in a bubble. Like the NFT Twitter is in a fucking bubble. You can't break out of it. Go look at any other industry. Go look at any other like niche. Like they're breaking out of it all the time. There's accounts with 500 followers getting 50,000 likes. You know, fucking like a joke about glizzies. It's like just went to the state fair and like I just like swallowed a glizzy. They also sold hot dogs. And that's like 50,000 likes on that bullshit. The account has like 300 followers. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, NFTs are they're really shadow banned here. Bingo. I mean, doesn't that make you bearish? No, no, no. I mean, you have to look at things like the conversion rate and, and the, the, the people that you have on Twitter because you can get more likes on other platforms or people can get easy likes doing silly stuff. But that's not everything at the end of the day. I mean, do you believe in like quality of audience and like people willing to spend on whatever you're doing or engage with you? That is so want- correct. That is like ahead, very Jess. true. Bart. Think about it. Like my dad is on Instagram. He goes through the feed and he just likes, 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 likes. I'm like, what are you even liking? He's like, I don't know. Like, 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 like. But like here, it's it's not like Instagram is for, you know, five-year-olds, six-year-olds, 60-year-olds who don't speak English. It's just all visual sound and stuff. Um, TikTok, it's like mad max it's like really crazy i can't do it and this is information you literally go through your feed you gather what it is that you want and you go on your way so and i also think it's only been like a minute since elon's been here so maybe give him a little bit more time he cleaned house and like it's only been three months two and a half come on guys it's like it seems like an eternity but it's only been like 33 dollars what is it? Eight dollars the first month, and then eleven, eleven, twenty-two, thirty-one dollars. You know, come on, give him a few more months, and then we can um, ostracize him or shun him onto a table in the corner. I don't have a few months, kiss. Like I'm not, I'm not operating on Elon time. I operate on a day-to-day basis, and I need shit in twenty-four hours. If it ain't working in twenty-four hours, and it's taking too fucking long, I mean, look, Elon, he like he walked in there, he fired eighty percent of the hippies. He went to the yoga. He just just tore the yoga room down. He said, fuck that shit. Just bulldoze that shit down. Went to like the little coffee bar that sells like the little matcha lattes. Just fucking, he's like, just blew it up. And now there's like a thousand nerds there. But what they've had to do, they're basically rebuilding the app from the ground up. And right now the app is fucked. I'm looking at a live uh, post from NFT God saying that engagement is down across the board. As much as 80% in every industry, in every niche, 80% down. I mean, how do you think creators feel when that is happening to them? You think they feel good? When your engagement's down? Everyone's suffering. I mean, Bongo went down from two likes to one likes on every post. I mean, he must be dressed. He must be I mean, terrible. I mean, you think creators want to participate in an environment where their engagement is dropping 80% overnight? I certainly don't. Guess what? YouTube is only going up. It's only going up, 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 up. And at least they know what the fuck they're doing at YouTube to some degree. But to me, it's like, Kiss, do you want to participate in an app where your engagement is dropping 
But then I wonder, like, where is everybody? Like, why is my engagement dropping? If everybody's saying their engagement is dropping is because there is no one here. So YouTube is like, YouTube, it's in its own category. Like, it's like the Google of um, platforms. It, it is what it is. It's huge. Like, Twitter and Instagram, it's never going to be comparable to YouTube. And to be honest with you, like, why didn't we go to YouTube first? Like, why were we here? But then it was the bull market. But <clears throat> engagement is low because people aren't here. Where are they? I don't know. Maybe I should get outside more. Maybe I shouldn't even be here. Maybe content creators should go outside. I don't know. But YouTube is like, I'm going to go there. I don't know. I'm not going to go on Twitch. I'm going to go to YouTube for sure. Okay, where did it's everybody not- go? Everybody left, Kismet. There, a lot of people went to AI. Look, I used to make fun of the motherfuckers that left in the spring of 22. I was like, you know, you guys, they're like, hey, I'm going back to my job. Well, fuck. They made a hell of a lot more money than a lot of people that stuck around. Look, I don't think it's necess- I don't think it's a bad way either around. I think the people that do stick around for this bear market, we don't know how long it's going to last. Some experts say 2024, some say 2025, some say summer of 2023 until we see some bull market activity. What I've learned is nobody knows what the fuck they're talking about. It's all coin flips. But regardless, I think the people that are able to stick it out are able to make the financial short, uh, are they able to make the financial sacrifices? They're able to cut down, they're able to live low, they're able to work hard for a lot less, work a lot more for a lot less. Those people, I think, are going to succeed when we get back to the bull market. But you still have to be smart. I don't think increasing the people that listen to your Twitter spaces by 10% is going to do it. You know, grinding every single day to get five extra likes on your posts on average. I don't think that's going to do it. I think your time could be best used being more spread out and attacking some other angles. That's why we're streaming on YouTube right now. If you're just tuning into the space and you're not watching on YouTube, head over to YouTube. Shameless, shameless plug. Uh... We got a whole chat going. A lot of your fam- famous faces are now in the chat. You get to talk to each other. I never get to see anything like this. It's pretty fucking awesome. This makes me Twitter definitely needs a live chat. They definitely need a love they definitely need a live fucking chat. But they don't have it. So we're here on YouTube. We got a video stream. You can come see my mustache in its full glory. All three thousand mustache little whiskers. Let's pass it off to Pauls. What's going on, Pauls? Look, you're doing great. You're doing great, Bart. Alex, the whole squad. Well, you especially, you're doing great. You set the pace. You guys set the pace. And it's like, okay, so just to bring it back, man, like when we were growing up, I always, I always literally, we, we would joke around. I would tell people this, you know, we're, we're heading into an era where you're going to own your IP. You're going to own your own business. You know, working for somebody else, that's not going to be the death trap that our father or, you know, the previous generation had to fall into. But I had no idea that it would end up like this. Technology literally gave everybody a freaking Harry Potter wand, right? We all started owning our own IP, started literally doing stuff for ourselves in, in incredible ways that still blow my own mind. And it's so hard for me to wrap my head around it, right? So back to you guys are doing great. Um, utilize every single platform that is available to you. Watermark your content. I do see content across all different platforms, you know, from familiar faces where you know, how do we reach you if we, we don't know where, what platform it's originally from, right? So be sure you're watermarking things, do that. And again, back to the idea that we all individually own IP. And with Bark's story of, oh, 
TikTok wiggling toes. I just did it to some Cardi B and then now I got Arrowhead or whatever water company, you know, trying to sponsor me, whatever, whatever. But they noticed this trend too. They noticed this trend of having to empower individuals losing money, losing their own IP, losing their own brand, giving that brand to that smaller platform, watching that smaller platform do whatever the hell they're doing because we have a lot of individuals that don't know what the fuck is going on. Anyways, whole entire different conversation, right? But the whole thing is it's... It's just this everyone's trying to figure out how to move. And we have big corporations not willing to go ahead and give a lot of IP to those smaller accounts. Right. Right. I don't know. Anyways, so that's what I'm saying here. It's this dance right now, this dance where you where you own your IP. Just just pay attention. Just pay attention. Private companies, big companies. This is why you need you need to utilize everything that is available to you. And again, we'll end it with work hard, but also work smart. Right. God damn it, Alex. Don't give him any credit. Yeah, no, you can't just work smart. Work smart is bullshit. Like, everybody wants to say, hey, I don't have to work hard. I work smart. I don't work hard. I work smart. I work one hour a day because I work fucking smart. Well, guess what? There's some fucking kid in China who's just as smart as you who's working 12 hours a day. Kicking your ass. Fuck the work smart bullshit. Work smart. Work smart and work hard. And then achieve anything you want to. Alex, welcome in. Look, you've already been, you're already late. We got 44 people on YouTube at the moment. The chat is going crazy. I, I don't even want to repeat what they're saying about you. Um, Alex, what's your take on the whole YouTube and Twitch? I know you did a seven-hour stream on Twitch yesterday playing Fall Guys. And you have to do giveaways to get viewers. You know, some people just host great content. Some people give away thousands of dollars of nfts I mean, what's your thoughts on branching out of twitter at the moment i mean it absolutely needs to be done it's totally fucked here on twitter it's adapt or die situation at the moment yeah we ran a giveaway shit for the fall guys thing and like it peaked out of like 80 viewers and then i whooped king fud's ass and what was it called uh clash royale and we had 100 people didn't give anything away so maybe there's something to say like people working together within web3 probably bring a lot of people onto new platforms. I mean, if you are in Web3 and you give a fuck about Web3, I highly suggest um, start building out shit on different platforms because, you know, the reliance on Twitter, we're seeing needs, it shouldn't be existent. Um, they've completely fucked everything up. And, you know, you got billions of dollars sitting on top of this platform. And now the platform's just dwindling away every single day, chipping away. You know, whenever I get less engaged, you think I want to be a participant? Absolutely not. And Guess what? That, that mindset trickled down to just literally everyone. So I look for Twitter um, to just become an irrelevant platform at this point in time. You know, I, I, and what was interesting, I was like, is this an NFT thing? And it's been confirmed. It's not just like NFTs getting bubbled in. It's everyone. So kudos to them to just completely monetize the living fuck out of this app and completely fuck up uh, the whole algorithm. So, um, well, I don't think this was in, you don't, this wasn't intentional. <laughs> You think they meant to do this? You think they're trying to get people off the app? Well, I, I just don't like creating reliances. I mean, this is this was me being extremely reliant on Twitter. And now I'm having to deal with the fucking pain of it. You know, now I'm having to try to build out a platform on another um, social media app to help, like, expand Web3. And it's because of selfish reasons, you know? When I create a reliance and then someone becomes selfish and then fucks up that reliance, I've, I've got to immediately break that reliance. And now we're at like a crossroads of, do we just start fresh? Do we just start the whole decentralized, decentralized application from here? 
Or do we do we use do we start creating reliances on YouTube or on Twitch, on Instagram, on TikTok? Do we do you think that's the right avenue approach? Or do you think we should actually build out a decentralized application for Web three? Mm, I know many have tried. I know there's been a lot of attempts, but the thing is, is like without the consumers, without the people actually watching, nobody gives a fuck. I mean, like what you want to, you might have the decentralized app, but if there's ten people using the app, what kind of achievements can you actually reach on that app? So to me, it's like, yeah, you can build a decentralized app, but if nobody's on it, it's going to be completely pointless. So, I mean, they have apps like Rumble. Have you heard of Rumble, Alex? It's like a free speech app. I mean, there, that's that would be the closest thing, uh, I think. But are you worried about creating reliances on, like, YouTube and Twitch? Um, you know, the number one utility for NFTs are communities. That's the number one thing. You immediately build out a community fast as fuck. The, the networking effect that NFTs have are what we see, like, similar to something like on Facebook, but, like... Uh, at a uh, more rapid rate, you get connected in these groups. Like, you know, you, you see these groups on Facebook. But this way, you know, you have something tying more into this group. You have a, a stronger connection right out of the gate. So you can leverage that. You can exactly leverage that thought. And, yeah, you can double down. You can you can create a, a news source. Like, you can bring on the, the Mario in the fall. You can just start throwing bots onto it, you know. You can just do anything. To I think you're just worried that, oh, we got to – I think you're the type of dude that doesn't want to lay down any bricks. You want to just come in a, a brick house and be comfortable instead of building it from the ground up. What are you talking about? You're taking the day off, you know, jumping in the swimming pool, and apparently your phone fell in the pool as well. Look, we're building on YouTube at the moment. We have a we just started from zero one week ago. Look, I know you've done a ton of heavy lifting. You know, you've done absolutely nothing to help out YouTube so far except say, "Wow, great job." And I'm sure as soon as like as soon as the viewers get big enough, you're gonna jump in and be like, "Oh wow, I helped build this. Oh, I'm so, this is so great. Like I love what we've done here." And that's fine. You'll come in and take credit, but it's fine. Look, I'm the brick layer. You're you move into the house. I build the houses. I'm like Grant Cardone. I'm like Grant glass, concrete, and steel. I build the houses. You move into them, and then you just pay me rent every month. So look, yeah, I, I think the other apps are gonna be a little bit dangerous as well. I mean, you have big creators getting banned for saying the wrong thing at the wrong time. I mean, isn't that crazy? You say the wrong thing about politics. You say the wrong thing about like gender or or equality or or whatever. The wrong thing about the wrong country, and your app gets banned. I mean, you even say the right thing, and your account gets banned. I mean, look at Bingo. I mean, Bongo. I mean, Hermes was hosting a space about conspiracy theories, and they just took his account. They just fucking Desert Eagle executed him, man, back of the head, executioner style. And he didn't do anything wrong. And of course, they come out and say they're going to unban the accounts, and they never did. I mean, look, now he's had to start from the ground up. He's had to lay the bricks over from the very beginning. So, yeah, I don't know if I definitely think moving is the is the good idea. I mean, I just saw your conversation with NFT God, him saying that it's down across the board. It makes you no longer want to participate. I mean, at what point will it take you before you just move to another app? I mean, how much further can you? Will it have to be going down for you to go to another application? Well, I don't think I'll ever get up and leave Twitter entirely. There are benefits to Twitter that don't exist on any other app. The amount of like you can wait, we can disseminate information. Um, it's second to none. Instagram would probably be the the closest way to disseminate information in such a fashion the way Twitter does. But um, yeah, I mean, focusing solely the energy onto Twitter has now proven to be the wrong uh, winning strategy. And, and this shouldn't just be for me either. This should be 
um, collections should really need to start quality platforming. I, you can't have billions of dollars tied up into an app that isn't functional. And you can say whatever you would like, but um, the, 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 um, the fact of the matter is right now would be the absolute best time to build out this decentralized application while everything's uh, really slow. I mean, what type of information are you picking up on Twitter that's like really keeping you here, Bart? I don't think there's really any information. I think it's the network of people that are here for sure. I mean, do you, the information I get from Twitter is fucking terrible. Have you gone to your timeline? I mean, it's terrible. It, half of it, I had to mute good morning. I muted good morning and I muted good night and I also muted the word legend. I mean, you know how much that freed up my, my timeline? It's like, there's actually some real information on there now, but buried in there is just giveaways and fucking non-disclosed payments and shit. So I've kind of moved away from the timeline. I've moved away from the DMs. Basically, I just have conversations with people like one-on-one -on -one that like I'll just go to visit their profile. Like I'll go, I'll like go to Tuck's profile. Like I'll go to Tolly's profile and like I'll find their tweets and engage with it like that. Just people that I know. So I think the, I think like the network of people on Twitter is where it's extremely valuable. But I get my news from other sources. I get my news from like trusted sources, not from Twitter. Do you trust the news you receive from Twitter? Do I trust anything is probably the better question. Absolutely not. Um, I'm a big believer in trust but verify. Was it yesterday? Someone told me that they have paused withdrawals from from Binance, and I didn't verify anything. I just heard word of mouth right through my ear canal, and immediately went to the timeline, and I was completely wrong. And maybe I should delete that tweet, but I won't. It got more than a hundred likes, which is impossible. So um, maybe that's what I need to do: is just spread not misinformation, but leading information. The, the, the fact was Binance is pausing withdrawals and deposits on the 8th of February to do some type of maintenance. So they real ambiguous on why they're pausing. I don't know if you found any information. Regardless, I still believe you shouldn't have funds on any centralized exchange, including um, including Binance with, with this recent pausing of withdrawals. And deposits. Do you know why Binance is pausing uh, withdrawals and deposits? Uh, yeah, I, I did see that. Uh, I can tell you. It was a U.S. bank transfers. I can get you some information. So they halted transfers from a U.S. bank accounts on Wednesday, February 8th. They tweeted out the confirmation of the bank transfers would be suspended. And then here is the reasoning. Uh, deposits would be reportedly unaffected, but withdrawals were. Hmm. I don't think they gave like a legitimate reason. It's tied to a lack of an appropriate banking partner. This is spent... A couple weeks? Damn, I don't know. I can't even trust the news anymore. Gizmodo.com. I mean, where am I getting this news from? Holy shit. Why'd I click on Gizmodo.com? Yeah, I don't know. News travels faster than accuracy can. And it seems like the damage is done way before. I mean, are you not worried about the potential backlash from tweeting something like tweeting something like that out? I mean, or did the tweet do pretty well? I mean, the tweet did way too well for me to delete it at this point. And I still think you should take your funds off any central... I don't think anyone should have funds. On, there's really no point on having your funds on, especially, especially now, more than ever. I mean, we've seen insolvency at the highest level when we saw FTX. So who's to say Binance isn't insolvent? You know, if you would have told me um, FTX was insolvent like four or six months ago, I'd be like, dude, shut the fuck up. It's a number two exchange. It's more solvent than a brick. So um, insolvency from a centralized exchange at the highest level, it's already proven that it can happen. So with that in mind, 
regardless of whether, you know, um, we've got insolvency or, or pausing and withdrawal, there should never be a point in time. Especially, dude, when you have all these different fucking DeFi protocols such as Lido, wh why would you ever not just park your money on like Lido or, or Rocket Pool? Not only are you going to be able to stake it for a coin that you like, you're going to decent, well, maybe not decent, but you're going to be earning rewards on it. You're going to be adding like to the, like for instance, like Ethereum, you can stake on Lido and earn for like almost 5% APR. Why would you not do that? Why would you ever keep your funds on a centralized exchange? Well, I mean, it's exactly what we saw with FTX. And I think people may be viewing Binance as nothing could happen to Binance. It's too big to fail. You know, holy shit, I can keep all my money on Binance. I mean, look, I'm looking now. There was $3 billion of withdrawals where they had to pause them. So I'm looking at this. I mean, you look at FTX. I mean, nobody predicted FTX. Even some of the smartest people in the space, even some of your favorite influencers, Every five minutes on Twitter spaces, they were telling you to buy FTX, and you were an idiot if you didn't. Don't worry, I have receipts of all of this, just in case this account is ever attacked from those very influencers. But, I mean, do you think Binance being as big as it is, do you think Binance is too big to fail? No, um, absolutely not. I, and also, like, what's making me even more uh, concerned about Binance is their association with Justin Sun and, and Wobi. Uh, Wobi's already proven to be insolvent and for some reason they bailed them out do you have any idea why cz bailed out Woby? Mm, anytime there's some sort of bailout you never know what the fuck is actually happening in the background do you know why no i, I haven't figured it out i've never been a big fan of of justin's son um especially with like tron i don't know how much i, I don't know how much you know about Woby, but they've already Pretty much from um, people that I know of, they are um, manipulating tokens on their on their on their marketplace. Like pretty much committing fraud, committing um, um, fraudulent demand for a token by via um, spiking volume, trading back and forth, back and forth with the bot, trying to catch you in the middle of it. You're like, oh wow, this this token has ten million dollars worth of volume. I better jump in. And the second you jump in, you get absolutely rinsed. You know, you could compare it for like. Uh, Wobi compared to like like any other exchange and you're like why is there like 50 times more volume for this token on Wobi well I can tell you why it's it's bots going back and forth back and forth and it's set up by Wobi and do you think that's fair to 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 um wash trade your own um, marketplace do I think it's fair I mean I'm sure that there is some sort of legal ramification for it but are they going to be punished who knows I mean it's so easy to get away with this shit I mean, you see it happen all the time, just undisclosed, back and forth, wash trading, yeah, fake volume. I mean, but as a marketplace, look, if everyone's doing it, why wouldn't you want to do it? If you want to show high volume, like, holy shit, yeah, like this, this coin has $10 million of volume. But in reality, it's only got a couple hundred thousand likely. And that's from retail who's jumping in because they see the volume. I mean, as a market or as an exchange, wouldn't you want to, wouldn't you want to show that? I mean, it's just like people bought their spaces, right? They want bigger spaces. They want to look like they're more impressive. You know, on Instagram, they buy fake likes. On Twitch, they buy fake viewers. I mean, on marketplaces, they're buying fake volume. They're trading it back and forth to each other. So is this as a result of the marketplaces or do you think this is deeper rooted in like human nature? Well, I mean, it's absolutely deep, real, uh, deeply rooted in human nature. You know, it's um, no different than when I go to Amazon and I see, you know, like let's say I see two hammers 
I see one with a five-star review, and I see one with a one-star review. You know, the perception that I understand, like my prejudices believe that five-star will always be better than one-star, which is not true. It's just factually not true. It's just my prejudices bleeding out. And, and when I see, you know, more likes, for instance, on tweets, um, I automatically think they're right. But that's also not true. De definitely not true. More likes is definitely uh, proven time and time again does not make the right. Um, so, yeah, they're playing into the human psyche by creating fraud. It is fraud uh, when, you, when you have fake information being put out there for the simple fact of tricking humans. Yeah. So, and, and this plays out time and time again, even with NFTs. I don't know if you saw the Ether uh, NFT, but they're committing fraud right as we speak. And do you think that the problem is they commit fraud, but um, and we, we're well aware of like what's happening and there's nothing we can kind of do. How can we prevent these types of actions from uh, happening? Because what happens is they commit their fraud and then a, a bunch of people lose money and then a bunch of people leave Web3 because they're not aware. Like, luckily, people probably in this space are here every single day uh, for probably way too many hours. But they're well aware of like, what's happening. But for the average consumer who's just here like on the weekends and they say, wow, this one has like a ton of demand for it, which is all fraud demand, by the way. Um, how do we prevent that going forward? Can you repeat your last question? How can we prevent things like Ether that have completely fraudulently um, created a sense of demand? How can we prevent those from, from like the average consumer getting absolutely dunked on when they buy it? No, I don't think, I don't you, think you, yeah, I don't yeah, think I don't you can think prevent, prevent things, things like, ether. like Ether. I mean, you I can, mean, call, you can call, oh, mic. I think you can call things like Ether out, but are you going to be able to prevent it? No, because people are always still going to buy it. I mean, you could be, look, the thing about Twitter and the thing about the social media is you could literally put out the most factual information to protect people and they will still call you an idiot. They will still doubt everything that you say and vice versa. You could put out the least factual information with no actual support or receipts or documents to prove what you're saying and be taken at face value. So like, look, you could take an account, you could take a project like Ether and say, hey, you know, I'm looking at Ether engagement like it's getting you know, hundreds of thousands of impressions. It's getting thousands and thousands of engagements. I mean, more than Board API Club, more than Clonex, more than the biggest projects in the space, billion dollar companies. And people will still fudge you. The founders will DM you and threaten you and give you final warnings because they're t they don't want you talking about their project anymore. So yeah, I mean, look, it doesn't really matter in my opinion, Alex. I don't think you can prevent anything like Ether. I mean, you think Ether's going to gonna mint out i mean like legit when does it mint out when is it supposed to mint and i think came out with a date you know they're wanting to raise ten thousand ethereum there's no roadmap whatsoever there's no community whatsoever the community consists of three people sitting in discord and when you join discord with more than three people you immediately are called rats and you're actually uh, banned from the discord so really interesting community there you know anyone that has any type of objective opinion like hey you know, I think these 13,000 likes on a 70,000 account may be fraudulent, especially when you have something like Board Ape Yacht Club, who has a million fucking followers, you know, literally um, almost 20x the amount of people following it um, with a floor price of, you know, $100,000 that are getting 800 likes. So the demand for a Board Ape is lesser than the demand for an Ether. Do you think I'm stupid, Bart? Do I think you're stupid? Yes. Don't answer that. Don't answer that. Are you e using headphones? Are you using headphones? Um, I'm absolutely using headphones. I'm at the gym. People are now staring at me. They're trying to wonder what the yeah. fuck. 
I'm about well, to. You're, it sounds like you're. It sounds like you're underwater in a swimming pool. That's YouTube what I'm freaking out. I mean, that's exactly what I was kind of going for here. It sounds like you've yeah. got like, your microphone shoved up your ass. So I said, well, you know what? I'm going to go scuba diving while I have my conversation on here. Okay. Too. Well, do I think that you're stupid? No, I don't think you're stupid. I think that you don't give a fuck about a lot of things that the average human being gives a, gives a fuck about that actually only slows them down. And like one of those things is like the thoughts and opinions of other people. I think that you push a lot of those things to the side, which allows you to move extremely fast and, and disregard a lot of the bullshit and plow through it. So I think in some ways people could view that as like, oh, Alex is stupid. He's like not self-aware. But in reality, I think that you're happy with what you do. And I think that... Uh, I think that you don't really give a fuck. And I think that's a, an actual strength as well. So no, I don't think you're stupid, but do I think the average person is going to fall for ether? I think they really are. And the sad thing is, is that uh, the sad thing is that I think people are going to see the volume on it and still want to jump in. I mean, if, if ether is pumping, despite all of the bullshit, you think people are still going to buy in. I mean, would you be incentivized to buy in if it was pumping, even though it's surrounded by bullshit? Um, well, what I'll say is one of the best traders that I am aware of, probably the best trader, you know, I used to bitch and moan when these type of events would kind of go down. I'm like, oh my gosh, like blatant insider trading going on here, blatant wash trading going And they're like, Alex, instead of bitching about it, just jump in the middle of it and then they got to buy your ass out. So yeah, there may be uh, a chance where I get a chance to fuck them over for trying to commit fraud. So that, that, that may exist. The problem is, you know, here's the real big issue. So Let's say I get involved with this. It's a game of chicken. It's really a game of chicken. We, you know, we saw a uh, free mint, you know, oh, come out of the gates at 15E and immediately, you know, dumped by the people that were promoting it hardest. Like literally, uh, the third, third sale was from the person that was promoting it the hardest. So, you know, they really believed in it um, until two seconds after mint. So you had about one second to get out of that position. And then it ran up to, I think it was like 24 Ethereum. So, yeah, if I would have bought in right there and kind of um, stepped in the middle of all the insider trading that was going on, how do I know it was insider trading? Well, it couldn't be more fucking blatant, dude. The, the vacuum seal they have on that collection just doesn't exist. You know, when you have something that has $20 million in volume and, and none of that liquidity seeps out, that's just not, um, that's not realistic whatsoever. You know, when we have a, a major liquidity event like that in NFTs, it seeps out all over the place, you know. People take their profits and they're moving and they're shifting funds into collections they actually like and, and not ones that are um, dog shit. So with that in mind, you know, you could have looked at the volume and oh, by the way, it was all, all the volume was done on a singular marketplace. All the volume was done on, and, and it wasn't even the main market. It was done on a secondary marketplace that no one's ever heard of. So yeah, um, that's complete fraud. But I could have jumped in at 15 and then it ran up to like 24 Ethereum. And boy, was it shilled hard as fuck by my favorite influencer when it got to 24. I mean, they were they were attacking spaces. They were joining. It was funny. They had joined my spaces and they told me it was a great buying opportunity. And then what made matters even worse were the, the amount of discredit that I was given. They were like, oh, yeah, you guys have no alpha. You didn't see this collection coming. And when it had like 30 likes on its tweets, but yet for some reason it ran up to $30,000. Okay, let's fast forward about a week later, sitting at $1,000. So um, kudos to them for not giving a fuck about other humans and making them lose about $29,000 per transaction. And having, do you, do you feel bad if you make someone lose $29,000? Uh, I think it depends on the context. I've never been in that position. 
to make them lose $29,000. Look, do I think that even if like you don't mean it on purpose, if you made somebody lose a ton of money, I think that that's a pretty shitty feeling. Even if you just like kind of casually recommended that, hey, like I think you should check out this collection. Or, like, hey, I think you should check out this coin. That's why I don't even recommend NFTs or coins anymore. Like I, I don't even feel, I feel like a sense of, I feel that like personally, I, I'm not comfortable with even saying anything. Not that people would go buy it. Even if one person went and bought it and lost money, I would feel a sense of responsibility. I mean, your favorite influencers have no sense of responsibility. I mean, they're out there retweeting. You know, your favorite fucking board ape with a party hat blowing a bubble gum is out there doing retweet promos every fucking 15 minutes and walking their followers off of off of cliffs. But Yeah, I don't know if you rugged. I'm gonna assume you rugged, or I rugged. Either way, I've got the mic. No, I see a ball. I jump on that thing. I see a fumble. You know, I'm gonna take the tackle. I'm gonna run with it. Yeah, dude. I have tremendous. Look, if someone loses one dollar off of my buying recommendation, I have tremendous amounts of guilt. And yeah, that's why I've completely scaled back on giving financial advice and more so giving indicator advice. And indicator advice is something that can be used for future references. You know, when I say, um, here's this. Um, Here's a technical analysis or the fundamental analysis. You know, there are tons of different indicators that we can go through. But for NFTs, they're kind of unique, you know, especially with social engagement. I think that's probably one of the most easiest ones to kind of pick up on. And when people are fraudulently creating social engagement, it doesn't make me want to play. And, and matter of fact, it's pushing away people in Web3. I'm going to go over to um, what we got up there. I'm going over to David. David, how do you think Twitter's handling itself compared to Clubhouse? I'm going over to Block. Block, how are you handling Twitter? Bro, I see a fumble. I picked that shit right the fuck up. Honestly, man, I, I think Twitter, bro, is just one of those things where um it's going it's got some growing pains. It's got some growing pains. Um we're kind of sort of flirting with the idea of you know, going to Twitch, we're flirting with the idea of, well, you guys are more than flirting and you're bringing us along with you to, to YouTube. Um, Y'all been talking about Instagram for a month or so. And I don't know, man, like I'm, I'm really debating on, on doing all of this shit now. I'm like, fuck, do I start Twitch streaming? Fuck, do I start, um, you know, just with my little fucking homicidal Looney Tune character, just fucking, you know, going on Twitch now? Do I start going on YouTube now? Do I, so I don't know, man. I think I think you're you're basically showing us the way. You're basically showing us that okay, well, we've got plenty of other options. We've got plenty of other options. We don't have to be here. And if we're not getting what we honestly what we're fucking paying for, if we're not getting what we're paying for. If we're not getting um, the the access to other people. Um, the access to spread our message, how we feel like we should be able to, dude, we, we, we pay for this app. Like this is not something that we're just here fucking around. We're, we're trying to have careers in web three. We're trying to do, make the most of our time and make the most of our talents. And, you know, like, like Bark was saying earlier, these motherfuckers on Instagram and, and TikTok, they just do a little bit of nothing and then just throw shit out there. And it, it's a, eats up the algorithm even on twitter people who are not nft shadow banned 
Like, just because we're NFT accounts, we get shadow banned. And it's like, wait a second. Motherfuckers who have, what do you say, 500 followers get a million views and shit like that? 10,000 views? Like, what the fuck? I wish I could get that that kind of, that kind of um, ac- you know, access to people's to people's eye- exposure, eyes and shit. So, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm handling it. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. But at the same time, I know I could be doing a lot better if if uh, if the algorithm wasn't fucked up, if everything wasn't so wonky. So I don't know, man. Uh, to be honest with you, I, I'm I'm a, I'm getting bearish by by the week, not by the day. Um, it's not it's not quite that bad yet for me, but um, but I am getting bearish by the week. No offense, Tolly. Well, Block, I have to tell you, YouTube chat is saying to stop debating and just do it like Nike. I'm looking at these motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm looking at these motherfuckers. Tell them, man, I'm finna, I'm finna start typing again. I'm finna start typing on this shit. Fuck this Twitter shit. No, but honestly, I, I don't know, man. I, I, uh, I guess I will. Fuck it. I guess I will. I'll, ju- I'll dox my fucking undoxed fucking uh, Instagram shit. I have, I have some followers on there already from, from when I was doing my. Uh, doing my comic books like like for real for real i was on twitter i mean i was on uh facebook uh, doing my comic books and then i got on instagram and i i had a little bit of success um just not just i don't know man i don't know i don't know why i stopped i i just just capitulated i guess it was it was too much to do both um and so i basically just chose facebook to do to do but that was a fucking mistake that was a fucking big mistake because there's nothing on fucking facebook there's absolutely nothing even a few years ago when i was doing it on facebook there was i was getting clients but i wasn't i wasn't like you know making a crazy amount of money with those clients or or with you know a a lot of clients it was just like you know a a little bit of nothing you know so i i really think that now um with you guys uh showing us how to do this showing me how to do it how to how to get more engagement and call it farming if you want whatever but it's it's important to know and i didn't know how to how to do it before but now i'm i'm start starting to see um, how to do it and everything. So like you guys are showing us a, a lot. You guys are basically putting money in our pockets if we choose to to listen. So my, I'm all ears. I'm fucking all ears. I think um, if someone could develop, look, we were reviewing Dookie Dash and the mechanics behind it yesterday in depth. And we we're kind of comparing it to other games. They weren't NFT games per se. But if someone could recreate Dookie Dash even if Yuga could recreate a game, an NFT game, such as Dookie Dash, but make it multiplayer, make it so streamers on Twitch play it. I mean, these streamers on Twitch, you know, look for yourself. Go to Twitch.tv. Every single fucking person has like 10,000 fucking viewers. If we just had one person playing it persist- like consistently, I think uh, NFTs could just fucking just absolutely move. Bark, do you think it's more beneficial to... And, and how can we get those? Well, why don't they sponsor those? Instead of using their funds to, like, do these, uh, like, they're spending, like, okay, I'm not going to, like, whatever. They, um, they should sponsor some of these Twitch streamers to get them to play their NFT games. They, um, okay, so let's say there's a, there's a Twitch stream with 100,000 followers, Bart, or 100,000 viewers. Would you rather sponsor the single Twitch stream with 100,000 viewers, or would you rather sponsor 100 twitch streamers with 1000 viewers yeah look 
I think that they're wasting a ton of fucking opportunity. I really do. I think they're wasting a ton of fucking opportunity. And I think that as a brand, they need to be super hyper aware of where technology is moving. And look, is it Roblox in 10 years? I don't think so. I mean, that's probably coming, but like, where's all the steps in between? Like, where's all the steps in between? Like, the demand is there. I mean, look at Tolly. He's have the, he has a 3D PFP that is out there on the fucking, uh, out on Twitch. You know, it's going to be there. I mean, why? There's baby steps they need to take. And I look at projects like Tolly, Bad Bears, or anyone else that wants to build in this utility as a stepping stone, as somebody who can grab some market share. And look, you guys betting on that on that game in like fucking five, ten years, but there's going to be a lot of people that, there's going to a lot, a lot is going to happen within the next five years. And I think that real utility exists where people are spending their time. And are people spending their time in the metaverse? Absolutely not. Decentraland, Decentraland has 40 fucking players. And they're the number one metaverse. They have 40 fucking players. I mean, it's insane. And then you look at Roblox, Roblox has over 56 million. 56 million. So, like, just look where the demand is. Look where people are spending their time. And I think adapt your plan to hit where people are spending their time. And in, in this case, I think that people are over-investing in the metaverse and under-investing in where the attention is right now. And it ain't on Twitter. It's on these other fucking platforms. So you, you tell me, Alex, do you think that investing in streamers and, and like, celebrities and, and influencers to rock PFPs, you think that would be a better investment than building a Roblox without the blocks? Dude, I've been saying this since day one. Every single successful Web2 brand, which I believe that kind of like the biggest pool for NFTs are creating a Web3 brand, they have sponsored athletes. They have sponsored celebrities. The biggest names are rocking the biggest brands. And it's not by coincidence. No. It's they're paying their bitch out. They're, like how much do you think LeBron's being paid by Nike to wear Nike shoes? Do you think he's doing it because he really likes Nike or do you think he's, getting, he's doing it because he's getting paid? He's doing it because he's getting paid. He's doing it because he's getting paid. Why does that not exist in Web3? Why are we not getting paid to use a certain brand? Is it because they don't need to? Do we need to actually, do we have to go out of our way and riot and just say, we're not going to pay, we're not going to use an NFT till you, till you give me money to use your NFT? Is that what, is that what the levels we're going to have to stoop to? Well, look, LeBron got paid a billion dollars. Okay. He got paid a billion fucking dollars. So, uh, you know, you look at something like that, you look at a contract like that, and it's like, holy shit. You know, a billion dollars to wear a brand. Yeah, I think the same thing should be used here. I don't think, I think they're, look, I don't think we're in Web 3. I don't think we're in Web 2.5. I think we're in Web 2.1. I don't think things work very differently. And people are saying, look, YouTube is already saying that sponsorships have already happened in Web 3, MoonPay and Yuga Labs. But I thought that was a pretty successful partnership. I know about MoonPay. From all those stupid ass videos, like yo, Post Malone, he just got a board ape. Whoa, we love NFTs. Or Lil Baby doing his little mutant ape thing. I don't know if you've seen that video where Lil Baby talks about his mutant ape. It's uh, pretty funny. He has no fucking clue what he's talking about. But hey, I know about MoonPay. So I think those the those advertisements are still relevant. But I think we've already moved beyond that. I don't even, I don't even know where you could go from here. I think that a lot of projects are struggling. You know, so much, in fact, that, you know, they had millions of dollars in the treasury, but they kept it in Solana, and then Solana went from all-time highs down to $25, and they had to bridge over to Polygon for a $3 million grant because they ran out of money. So even some of the biggest projects are running out of money, and they're now getting desperate. They're moving over to, to Polygon to, in order to keep the ship afloat. So I don't know if they even have the capacity to do these sponsorships anymore. And I think in the case of Yuga, which is probably in the best position to survive, is now too deep on this game. 
So where do we go from here? I, I have no fucking clue, but I'm still bullish on Web3. I'm still bullish on NFTs. I just think that Twitter, I think uh, me especially, have been way too focused on Twitter, and now is the time to branch out. I think now is the time to branch out and try new things. And I think that can go the same for projects too. Are you seeing any innovations in NFTs that get you excited at the moment, Alex? I mean, Dookie Dash is an incredible innovation. The most unique in, unique minting experience to date. And it, it made me like look at like, whoa, we can literally leverage this idea um, of creating like a high score. This is where it, like, um, if you can create a multiplayer high score game, such as like Fall Guys, we were playing it yesterday, like Fall Guys, whatever, corny ass game, doesn't matter. But what more interesting, if you can incorporate something where others are able to join in, like an Among Us, uh, Fall Guys, I would like to see a more strategy based um, and time based game rather than this seems like an extreme skill based game where you can have, like, try to remove more so the skill and, and try to incorporate more so of a, a community involvement. I think if you add in those elements, you probably could create. Um, and, and okay, kudos to not like shit. I'm, I'm just saying where it can improve on. Like I already thought it was a great idea. I mean, there's no one that's. I, I look for a lot of um, repli- like shittier versions of it to spawn from it. But I'm saying right now, um, where can it improve on? Well, multiplayer number one. Number one, make the next big NFT game such as that multiplayer. Keep the high scores going. That's that's what the drawing point was. This was like, how can I get a higher score to create a, a rare NFT? Like you're you're actually earning it. Like that's that's almost play to earn. You know, I'm gonna earn and more rare. Um, make it make it more strategy based. Level level out the playing field. Don't allow it to be skill based. It's it's too skill based at the moment. With especially when you can just um, hire someone to go play for you. It's like, okay, I'm part of this golf membership club and yeah i suck at golf but hey here tiger woods go golf for me you can play in my tournament i'll give you a hundred dollars to go golf for me and just whoops everyone's ass i mean that's not fair you know i've been part of this this golf membership club for years and now here comes tiger woods one day and just destroys the comp no dude so i mean there's it's not like i'm okay so don't take it like as a negative i'm just saying like those are um areas for improvement do you think nft and gaming can ever work Co-mingle. Look, we talked to some of the, the biggest gaming, de- actually probably the biggest gaming developer uh, late as of late, and they're saying that NFTs and games can't work. Do you think that NFTs and games can work? I think they're I think they're made to fit together. I know you have your own opinions. You know, why would any game developers want to do that? They're going to kill their business model, and you're absolutely right. I mean, you take a game like Grand Theft Auto. There's no integrations. It's their in-game currency, and they're absolutely printing at the moment. My bull case on gaming and NFTs is that a company is going to come along that is not as profit-driven and is more like ethos-driven, and they're going to make a game that allows users to win. And they're not going to give. A, they're not going to be worried about you know appeasing like public investors, right? They're going to be worried about stealing market share. And you see many companies do this. I mean, look at what Amazon did. Amazon basically ran in the red for years and years and years in order to achieve market share. You could see some same things coming from games because game developers are notoriously known for being hyper greedy. Look at Activision. Look at Blizzard. I mean, look at these companies that repeat. There's a Call of Duty every fucking year. I mean, they don't make one Call of Duty and update it and give out free maps and free skin. No, they're fucking mom's credit cards. More mom's credit cards have been swiped on Call of Duty than anything else in human history. So 
you know, in this case, I do think there is going to be a game that comes along, integrates NFTs in a way that's super unique, almost like CSGO skins and has their own marketplace. Maybe it's on Polygon. Maybe it's on their own blockchain. But I do see this happening. I know you have a, you're more bearish on NFT gaming. Is there a reason why or have you changed your perception? I've absolutely changed my perception after seeing the, the rollout of Dookie Dash. I see, you know, it doesn't have to be some... This is the thing. Like, I thought, you know, it's got to be like Call of Duty. It's got to be, um, like, at that level. It doesn't need to be at that level, especially where we're at right now, you know, when the, the, it's really small. I mean, all we, all we, like I said, all that needs to happen is the game needs to be adopted by one, two big streamers, and then we're going to see... It's gonna be like a, it's gonna be like a wildfire, dude. You know there are people. You know if I don't understand why they haven't sponsored Twitch streamers that play games to play NFT games. Imagine you know, if someone was like, "Hey, we want you to talk about food only from here on out on, on Twitter instead of like Web three or or branding." Would you? How much would it take for you to only talk about food? Dude, fuck it. I might. I mean, at this point, I fucking might. I don't. I mean, dude, you talk about NFTs, you get shadow banned to the shadow realm. You ever try to put out an original? Dude, anytime I talk about NFTs, the tweet is bombs. I mean, my best tweets of the day are, if you see this tweet, you have a functional eyeball. At least one functional eyeball. Or if you see this tweet, you're alive. I put out a tweet today. It's Who's alive right now? That might have been my best tweet of the day. So, like, anytime you talk about NFTs, I'm, I'm getting increasingly bearish on discussing NFTs. Dude, I'm sure the food, I'm sure the food community is great. I mean, you go to look at these other communities, you look at the NBA, the NFL, MMA, like competitive eating, fucking, uh, you know, comedy. I mean, I, I was just saying earlier on the YouTube stream that there's comedy pages that have 500 followers and their posts are able to get 40,000 likes and just some dumbass copy pasta meme tweet. So like to me, it's like, yeah, I might move to food, Alex. I might move. To, I, who fucking knows? All I can say is, is that if you're hyper-focused on NFTs, I think that you're putting yourself in a box and you're potentially ruining your, you're potentially ruining your future. I mean, legitimately. So I think not, not only do you need to, to branch out of just NFTs, you need to branch out of just, NFT, just crypto, you need to branch onto other platforms and you need to start making content for all of them because you can't control Twitter. Twitter is going to control you and Twitter could be gone tomorrow.